0: certified nurse midwife with Intermountain Health. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Good morning, Jade. Thank you for having me. So we should let our viewers
0: or our listeners rather know uh, off the bat, we are practicing our social distancing amid the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, you may hear a little lag or delay in our conversation as I am in one location at the Two News station and you are of course in another. Um, it's not normal of how we do our podcasts uh, here for Baby Your Baby, but it's what we're doing right now because it's what makes sense and it's what is keeping everyone uh, safe, trying to slow the spread of coronavirus. So we appreciate you coming to us via Skype for a podcast. It all sounds very odd, but it's the wild times we're living in, Angela. Yeah, it
1: certainly is. And I think probably everyone's starting to get used to these new ways of interacting with each other with Zoom or WebEx or with, you know FaceTime. Um, more and more
0: yeah absolutely so as we talk about our social social distancing uh, it's all in place because of COVID-19 and the pandemic that we're seeing right now the topic today that that we want to talk about with you is um, safety you know we're talking about moms going through pregnancies during a very bizarre time in not just our state but the nation around the world. Um, people are fearing for safety, especially people who may have underlying health conditions or people who um, you know are more sensitive when it comes to their immune systems and being pregnant and how is this going to affect my pregnancy and how is this going to affect my delivery and then my baby and and the list goes on. Um, so we're talking about you know hospital safety and Intermountain. Being a a safe place to deliver during this pandemic that we're seeing, because even though it feels like the world has stopped, we still have to live our lives every day. And um, just because we're we're in you know stay at home directives and under you know the the world's eye of this pandemic, um, your pregnancy doesn't stop, and your baby doesn't stop from coming. <laughs> And so, you know, a lot of women right now, they are, they're wondering, well, what happens? What happens next if I go into delivery or when I go into delivery, knowing that my due date is going to be during this time of, uh, you know, whether it's a stay-at-home directive or, you know, places being closed and shut down and the safety of all of it. Um, we know everyone being so conscious of staying safe and staying healthy, wearing masks and gloves and hand washing and you know, the whole nine yards. Um, should, should women be worried right now? And I'm no fear monger by any means, but I think that's the question a lot of people have is, should I be worried to deliver my baby at a hospital right now? Absolutely
1: not. in the mountain, healthcare is committed to making sure you and your baby have the safest birthing experience possible. We're taking every necessary precaution against exposure to COVID-19 to ensure the risk is extremely low. We've also prepared for any other potential complications of pregnancy that that don't involve COVID-19, which even if they're they're rare, they can cause concern.
0: So, I mean, and I love that because we do talk a lot about the facts and the things happening. And yeah, some of it just on a day-to-day seems a little scary. Um, but we do need to have the trust and the faith in our healthcare providers I mean you guys you're on the front lines right now and we can't thank you enough for everything that you do and that you are doing uh, to keep all of us healthy and, and safe while you too are still trying to stay healthy and safe um, but preparation wise I'm sure things must look a little different right now in regards to those moms maybe getting ready to go to the hospital or getting their things prepared as they see their due date either approaching or, or knowing that it could happen, you know, relatively soon, how should that expectant mom prepare herself and be prepared uh, for the delivery, kind of during these times where we are seeing some restrictions at hospitals as well. We're seeing places, uh, you know, doing temperature checks and things like that as they're going into clinics and hospitals. How do you prepare for all this right now as an expectant mom?
1: For most healthy women, their delivery experience will be about the same, except for the change in the hospital visitor restrictions. As you said, we are taking people's temperature when they come into the hospital as well. If women say that they have um, been feeling ill, uh, they will be given a mask and things would be handled just a little bit differently. But if somebody, a healthy woman is coming into the hospital, things are gonna feel pretty much the same. Um, We as care providers, uh, you know the OB providers and caregivers in the hospital, so the physicians, the midwives, the nurses, um, the, you know, the techs that work with women will all be wearing masks and eye protection while they're working, and that's to protect um, our patients from exposure as well as protecting healthcare workers.
0: So don't be alarmed if you see your provider all geared up in the PPE. That's just common practice right now.
1: Yes, it
0: is. So let's talk about those visitor restrictions, because I know that's something that weighs on a lot of families' minds right now. They're wondering, am I going to have to go through this alone? Is my husband or my partner or my mom or whoever they're wanting in that room with them, are they going to be able to be in there with them? There are a lot of restrictions right now, so what uh, what do uh, these these moms getting ready to go into delivery need to know when it comes to that?
1: So currently air mountain hospitals are limiting ob patient visitors to only one healthy support person for the duration of a hospital stay so that would be the mother's choice the baby's father would count as one visitor uh as well you know a a family member or a friend would only count as one that one visitor a doula would also count as that one visitor so you have to check with your provider about adoptive situations because those have some different um, rules and regulations.
0: So during the course um, of the stay, only one one visitor, and that visitor can't change. It has to be just that one person over that that stay. It can't be one person each day, a different person each day
1: exactly because we are trying to limit the people who are coming and going from the hospital so that one person could go home if they needed to get supplies or you know check it up check on other children at home they would have to be that same person who came back later
0: and then what about once baby is born um, because of course that's the time i mean everyone loves the mom of course but then when that new baby gets there everyone wants to see the baby and love on it of course and so what's that look like when it comes to Uh, the restrictions and the visitors.
1: I know that these are definitely some of the hard things, right? So healthy newborns can have both their parents as visitors. Um, If babies who need newborn intensive care may have one visitor or guardian per 24 hours and there can be no more than two parents or guardians as visitors assigned throughout the entire hospital stay. So we're encouraging moms to have their loved ones use technology to try to connect during the hospital stay again FaceTime um, can be an excellent platform to try to get people to be able to see the newborn and interact in a way that's socially distant and safe and the mom can help family and friends know that although they are excited to see your new baby it will be best for them to wait until the baby comes home and the risks of infection are lower following the pandemic. And again, asking your provider for guidance can really be helpful in these times. Things are changing day to day, and the guidelines are also changing day to day. It's a good idea to check with your provider or the hospital if you are coming in in labor just to see if things have changed.
0: Yeah, because things are changing, and and we know that and we see that often. Um, And we always wanna, of course, err on the side of caution when it comes to all of this. So a question I have for you too is then when, when baby gets home with family uh, and everyone, again, so excited to, to see mom, to see baby, to, to see this growing family, uh, we still need to take some precautions there though right now because you know, we're still under um, the, you know, the statewide directive, um, we're under countywide orders for our, you know, our stay home, stay safe initiative. And people are going to want to come see the family and see, you know, the new baby. But that's not always going to be the best thing right off the bat. How are you helping families work through that right now? What are you
1: recommending? Yeah, again, I think we're probably going to be recommending that it's just the, the, the family unit that is able to see the newborn um, when they first come home until some of these other restrictions are listed. Uh, you can still help the family and the mom by maybe dropping off food or that kind of thing in a safe way, um, waving through windows, <laughs> and again, using these uh, platforms that we have available to us with um, Skype or FaceTime or Zoom to be able to have some connection, some visual connection with families. And again, we would defer to the newborn provider as well for the the guidelines um, for who should be meeting that newborn in
0: person. Yeah, what a blessing modern day technology is right now during all of this, right? Yes,
1: definitely.
0: Um, So let's kind of go the other route and um, talk about moms who may themselves actually uh, have been tested positive for COVID-19 or maybe feeling symptoms uh, and they're getting ready to go into delivery or they arrive at the hospital to deliver what kind of restrictions are put into place how is that situation handled because that's very different
1: yes it is so women who are themselves positive for covid19 or who are suspected to have it will not be able to have any visitors in the room during their stay to so women the chances of viral exposure experience hospital staff? staff are ready to help during this important time in a way that's both safe and comfortable, then no outside visitors will be allowed.
0: And then another question I have on that, if uh, if the mom has tested positive or is even maybe suspected to have coronavirus, um, and I know everything when it comes to medical scenarios, so case by case, um, but for any reason, would they need to deliver early?
1: infection is not a reason for an early delivery. In fact, it might be better to wait for your delivery until after your symptoms have resolved, especially if you have mild or moderate symptoms and you're no longer shedding the virus. Um, this may reduce the risk to your newborn and also to healthcare workers from becoming exposed to the virus. So at this time, some women are still being offered to have the option of labor induction. And this usually occurs if there's an increased risk to mother or baby from continuing the pregnancy. And we are continuing to offer normal obstetric care based on the usual indications. So we don't recommend early delivery to to avoid exposure to the virus either. So
0: then on the other side is, you know, after we have um, our delivery at the hospital and everything uh, goes as planned and we get home, And now mom starts to feel sick. Mom starts to feel like she may be coming down, um, with the flu-like symptoms, with the symptoms associated with COVID-19. At that point, what, what steps need to be taken? And, you know, most importantly at that point, uh, you know, taking care of yourself as a mom, but protecting your newborn.
1: Right. So just to back up a little bit, so if you do get sick near your delivery date, with confirmed with respected COVID-19, there are special precautions to be aware of. Though new mothers might not be at higher risk themselves, it's important to avoid passing the virus to a newborn. Early research has not shown any evidence that the virus can be transmitted in utero during delivery or through breast milk, but transmission can occur after birth when infants are in close contact with someone who has the illness. For this reason, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, that's the CDC, currently recommends avoiding rooming in, that is the baby sharing the same room, for new mothers with diagnosed or suspected COVID-19 infections. And that would include if other family members living in the home are suspected to have COVID-19, they would want them to be kept away from the baby. The CDC also recommends that women who have an infection, who would like to provide breast milk for their infant, use a breast pump, being sure to practice good pumping hygiene.
0: Right, right. And, I mean, really, you know, the bottom line with all this, too, is we're talking about the the hospital, Intermountain Health, being a safe place for uh, moms getting ready for delivery or driving in their car right now as they're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast, going to have their baby, you guys are ready, you guys are prepared, Uh, you are taking all of the precautions, and you're ready for those moms to come in and and have their babies. We
1: are, absolutely. Every hospital has a plan to be sure that we're keeping women who are COVID positive away from healthy women in the hospital. We have teams that are prepared. There there will be providers who are, will be caring for the women who have COVID-19. And then there will be providers who will be only be caring for healthy women. We, every hospital has a very good plan in place. We're preparing for the worst and being very hopeful that we'll see the best instead.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you there. and. Uh, thank you so much for answering these questions. I know um, these are questions. These are questions on a lot of people's minds right now because there is so much of the unknown still. It feels like, and still some uncertainty of, um, you know, we're we're going through the motions of our day to day life, but doing it in such a different way right now that you know, going through a pregnancy during this time, going through a pregnancy is already such a wild time in your life, whether it's your first baby or your 10th, and then going through it during a pandemic, that's very different.
1: It, it certainly is. It, it feels like our world has just been turned upside down. Um, but let's hope we've done enough early enough in Utah and, and we'll be able to uh, flatten the curve, as they say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just as we're trying to do right now during our social distancing podcast. Angela, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for everything you do to keep Utahns safe and, and our moms to be's and moms out there healthy. Uh, we appreciate you and the work that you do as a healthcare provider.
1: You're so welcome and and thanks to everyone out in our community and everything that they're doing to keep our community safe and healthy. And I hope everyone is able to stay safe and healthy themselves. And hopefully one day we can do this again and be sitting in the same room together Jade,
0: I can't wait for that time. I'm counting down the days until we can socially interact once again, trust me. Angela, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and, and everything you do. Take care, thank you. Thank you, stay safe, stay healthy. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.